Welcome to the True Exact Show. Uh, I'm here with Brian, Eric, and Matt, and one of our special guests again. Um, I'm going to call him a regular on the show because you're the mm -hmm. second time you've been on here, Nino, so I hope you don't mind if I call you a regular. Friend of the show, I'll say. Uh, Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Right, and we're going to get into some we're going to get into some random shit here tonight because on the last episode he was on, we left off with who's going to win the election. And then Nino said, uh, who's going to win the election? It's the, the healthcare system and so on and so forth. So I said, let's have him on again and talk about this. So first, Nino, I just want to ask you about the COVID stuff going on right now. How do you feel about the media pandering and stuff like that? Because I know that you're like uh, Illuminati rejects and stuff. And I know you're not one of these conspiracy nuts because we have like, conversations about that. But you are more like woke and aware than people would uh, like come on and think. So explain how you think the divide and conquer thing is working in this country. What do you think the main forces and stuff like that? Um, I... I I don't have. I don't think there's really. I don't know how much of an agenda is the is in the early stages. I usually think of these things. Like, uh, um, I think like it's one of these things where people try to take advantage of any any type of situation, tragedy that they could. So it's like, uh, we we all all of us here we tend to see like events play out and we go, oh shit, that means that these people did this and this, and because these people profited, that means that this was done. And I tend to just think, nah, people who profit. You're breaking up, Nino. Hey, froze. Oh, no. I was going to say, at least his audio was going for a little. Yeah. Illuminati got him. <laughs> you good? I cut out right in the middle of when I was going to I know. That. Let's start over. Let's start over. So what That's do you think about this whole case. COVID thing going on? No, we're not starting over. No editing. Go on, you know. <laughs> Raw and uncut. Get them. What I was saying was I don't – I think all of us here, we tend to see, like, events play out. And then we see people who profit off something or people who uh, take advantage, you know, um, or, you know, or whatever thing happened. And we go, that means – that this happened because of this, and they had their hands in it the whole time. And I don't tend to think that people who profit or take advantage of whatever opportunity they can, I don't think that necessarily connects dots as these people at all from the get-go. It's like there was a quote, I forgot who it was, of, of some uh, capitalistic guy who was involved with the military like 60, 70 years ago. You guys can Google it. And the guy says, uh, it, it's an opportunity to capitalize off a good tragedy. That's what he said. Like we can always, we can never miss that opportunity. So oh, I, I think that was Kissinger, right? Yeah, there you go. Kissinger probably said it. There you go. See, so, see, Nino. That's why I got mad on here. <laughs> <laughs> he reads this stuff. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So, so I, I tend to think a lot of that shit is that more than it is some premeditated outcome. I think it's guys just responding and going, "Yo, how can we, how can we make like a couple billion off this thing? Yo, can right. we? Hey, do, do you think we could do this? And I think it's more of that and. You know, it is what it is, man. Like, you know, uh, I think this thing snuck up on people. I think it's the first time in our lifetimes we've ever seen, like, elected officials, whatever the fuck that means. But we've ever seen elected officials kind of look around in and, and, and press conferences and not know what to say. Like, right. they're, like, mid-press conference kind of just like, no? Oh, sh my bad. What? Oh, no, actually, you can get it that way. I did it. Sorry, they just corrected mm -hmm. that shit. <laughs> 
to see people in all types of languages, like halfway through an interview, being told no by the person behind them and shit. And I, I thought that was pretty fascinating. But, you know, I, I think it's, I think we live in times where, you know, shit like this, we weren't prepared for. I don't think there was a system in place for it. Uh, I think there's holes in the systems and I think there's holes in a lot of different media outlets. It shows a lot of the faults in the system more than it shows like, I don't think it's as much about COVID as much as it's how these entities all respond to this shit, whether the healthcare shit, whether governments and all that, all these, all these conglomerates, we all think kind of like work together and like in a symphony and we kind of staring at it and we're like, their instruments are not as in sync as we thought they were. And yeah. I be the more grounded response I have of without me talking to you about some bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it seems to mm -hmm. me like the fucking instruments that we all thought were in sync were not as in sync as they were. And it's like it, it's almost like a little bit of a punch to the gut. It's like, damn, this shit ain't as well thought out as we thought they was. Because anybody who thinks this was completely meditated and planned, if it is, it is the worst fucking plan of all fucking time. Mm -hmm worst possible execution I've ever fucking seen. It's like, there's no new world order that's smart and intellectual, has this grand scheme of a plan that can do it this bad. Like, this is as bad as something, but I think the response yes. has been what we've seen, a bunch of confusion, and it is what it is. We're, we all don't know what the fuck's going on. No one here knows what the fuck COVID is. Real quick, before we finish this shit, no one here knows this shit. So like we all gonna sit here mm -hmm. and talk like we know what the fuck we're talking about. No one here knows what viruses doesn't really understand a virus, doesn't understand how microscopic it is, has never tested it. None of you fucking know shit. I don't know shit. We're all sitting here just kind of just like, I think uh blah blah <laughs> stupid. You know, like we all think we're fucking smart and everybody here's it. We all might have this shit. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. So now, like what you mentioned, though, the response is always where it gets to be annoying because I do believe people are taking advantage of it. I don't think anyone maliciously wants people to die. That's just my take. But I do feel now you may think different if it means that 30,000 people have to get sick or perish but it means let's say Trump's out of office. It wouldn't shock me if some Democrats would trade that. That's just, I've gotten to that point in life where I don't trust any of them. And like, I used to be more like, I don't believe in any of this stuff, but the older I get and just seeing the media just on both sides, the media on both sides, it's just fucking exhausting. Yeah, yeah, but dude, it doesn't have to be COVID. It could be a fucking Yankee game. It doesn't matter. Okay, what it is. Yeah. Whatever yeah. happens, like if a fucking basketball game, God forbid, got shot up, they turn that on Trump. You know what I mean? Like it, like yeah. the, the whole the whole left right side of the spectrum, they yeah. they're all out of whack. So whatever they can do to get the guy out, it is what it is. Like yeah. if COVID is the thing to 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 get what they, but I'm gonna be I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a layer. I'm a not even gonna counter that. I'm gonna add on to that. Okay. My is they're all on the same team. I okay. don't. It's a fucking joke. I don't think they're against each other. I think that's all for the media. I think they're clicking glasses at the end of the day, and it's all about getting whatever. Yeah and so on and so forth. I don't think there's any left-right real divide here. That's all for us. That's a show, bro. I don't, I don't think it's that real. Now, do you think, though, that's part of the reason why – I know you say they're on both teams, but Trump was kind of – I want to say Jim Norton's the one who said this on uh, Jim and Sam. He was kind of the guy banging the symbols while they were yeah. doing the show, and, like, he was fucking everything up, and that's yeah, why they're – 
Yeah, that's why they're a little more aggressive to get him out. So, like, I do think him not being a part of that for 30 years, it's almost like I, – I'd hate to say this, who knows the backlash. I almost trust him more because he's an asshole up front, and I'm okay with that. You know? No, 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 no. I said that off rip. I, I prefer his, his uh, methodology over Obama's. Obama's going to never answer a question. He's going to sit around and be like, we're fine. America's great. Trump is going to be like, you know, he's going he's gonna to say the truth. You know what I mean? He's going to say, well, his truth. It yeah. may not be your truth, but it's his truth. And he will fucking lie to your face and then tell you five minutes later he just lied to your face. I'm okay with that. But, yeah, definitely there's a little bit of he, he messes up the rhythm. Yeah, definitely. Like he's the, – the, the ship is steering a certain way, and, and you know, he kind of messes up with a little bit of the robotic aspect of it. Yeah, I, I believe that. There's an automated – you got to understand everything's automated, even politics. There's a sense of like we all sitting here focusing on the people that interchangeable pieces every four to eight years. What about the bureaucrats that never move after mm. 24, 25 years? They're in place. So it's like there's still an automated thing in place where the, this shit's business as usual. These four to eight year in, interchangeable pieces. That's just for us. You know what I mean? Like these, 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 everybody, when we hold elected officials or whatever you want to call them, when we hold them to a standard, it's never a standard we create. They're the ones that tell us they're going to fix the economy. They're the ones that say they're going to help with health. They're the ones that say everything. So we hold them to that shit. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. But I, I think deep, deep down, it's not about these people that we focus on. There's bureaucrats in place. And I mean, I'm not making this up. A guy named Henley Donovan, I believe, wrote a great book on this. I read a book called Double Government about this. Uh, if you guys want to Google Double Government, Lawrence Lessing, uh, professor of Harvard University, he just wrote a book called Lost Republic. I watch a lecture online. He talks for two hours and he talks about the real um, political figures in power. None of them are like, none of them. Really? Yeah. He, he's a professor at Harvard. Not some, you are not idiots like any of us here. He's a real deal guy. You know what I mean? Like, you literally are like, you changed my whole mindset to where I hate everything now since I've talked to you last time. I question everything and I hate you for it. So me and Brian have this conversation. It's like when someone now gets plays and we look at views, we're like, oh, well, remember when Nino said he bought them? Yeah, that motherfucker probably bought those views. So you completely like ruined the industry standard for us and now you're doing it with politics. But seriously, no, that's fine. No, that's, that's just for you. No, shut up, Brian. I've been saying this shit for years, and you just tell me I'm crazy. Yeah. No, I have relaxed a little, though, man. Like, even, like, I try not to get as mad anymore. And you know what? I don't play the music I, I was bashing last time. Um, I, 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 get, I set my own playlist on YouTube so this stuff doesn't pop up. So I have taken your advice, and I do appreciate it, man. Good. I do Good. appreciate your advice. <laughs> Are well, you one of those guys that think you can fix the world by go by voting? You're not one of those, right? No, I just, I'm one of those guys who vo is voting for Trump because I love that he pisses people off. That's who I am. I'm one of those guys. I, I, I don't think that's healthy either. But people <laughs> now, now, let me ask you a question. Do you think in voting in your local shit will fix it more than voting nationally? Or you think the whole thing's rigged? Like you gotta your own town, all that shit. I think that I think that's relative because certain entities have a stranglehold on certain local, you know, what I'm saying local aspects of, of and uh, and certain things and districts and shit like that. Like I, in certain places in Florida, yeah, your vote might work, but in certain places, like that shit's run by a medical company that bought out every hospital there. It's owned by contracting companies. It's owned by real estate companies. Like, and all they're gonna do is just. 
do whatever the fucking whoever wants to build 30 Walgreens, they can't do shit. You know what I mean? People are going to lose their, you know, whatever little diner that they liked. You know, if they like the regular coffee spot, that shit is gone if, if uh, the real estate companies want to open up business. So I just think it depends on what state. I've traveled the country enough to know that it doesn't work the same as Montana as it does in Texas. Same way in West Virginia, North Carolina, Florida, New York, Jersey, so on and so forth. I'm in California now. Um, I've been in Arizona, New Mexico, where some of the local stuff plays a bigger role. But then I've also lived in Florida. I have family in North Carolina. And I know that, you know, in certain places, the church runs run shop. So it doesn't matter what officials in there. It's all about the church to this day. So Utah, it's a, it's a Mormon state. And up until like eight years ago, like unless you were catering to the Mormons, it fucking matter who was coming in there. There was no local shit that can be done. So I think it's relative and it depends. That's the shit about this country. When you travel around Europe, you could drive from one. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to speak on anyone's experiences here if you've never done it. But you could literally drive six hours and get through like three or four countries and major countries that we watch in the fucking World Cup. And we're like, oh, you know, this is Switzerland. This is Sweden. Oh, shit. <laughs> like all these fucking countries. And it's literally a drive you can make from Massachusetts to Virginia. And you're yeah. like, what the fuck? So the U.S. is so big and it's so different on every level. And we have multiple subcultures and our own shit. So mass is nothing like fucking Florida. Florida is nothing yeah. like fucking uh, Louisiana and so on and so forth. So I think it depends. What 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 the vote what you're voting on, uh, and where it is. That's that's just what it is. I see Eric shaking his head over there. Eric, you well, want to come I I agree because like I'm you know, every I I visited all fifty states. It's not a big deal. It's whatever. I traveled for work. Uh, moved out to Portland, whatever. But like every state, every city, every town you go to, it's a completely different mindset. So it's like. So that's why, like, I'm I'm more into nowadays after seeing all that. I'm more into states' rights, but that is attached. That phrase is attached to kind of like the old Civil War days, where it's like the South was like, "We want slaves," you know what I mean? So that was their state right. So it's it's kind of a little wishy-washy. But uh, back when you were saying you could drive across all these countries, if you put the map of America over Europe. We are oh. from like London all the way to like Eastern Europe, like almost Russia. Like it really is crazy. So for, for to say that all of Europe needs to think the same way, we need ten round magazines and guns. We need, uh, you know, you're gonna tell some guy in Montana he's like, I've got a thousand acres on my farm, and people come in and try to steal my goats, right? And he's got an AR-15. He's like, not on my property. How how are you gonna? How does that guy have anything similar with? an investment banker in New York City who's in a penthouse. You know what I mean? So, like, there needs to be separations. But, like, when, you know, like, traveling all over, like, New York, L.A., a lot of these cities are like, this is how I think, and this is how it should be. Like, one of the worst – I was thinking about this the other day. One of the worst phrases that I I hate to hear is uh, progressive. The word progressive in itself is, like, what's progressive to you might not be progressive to me, right? Progressive to somebody might be, like – I think we should get rid of all. I know a guy from Virginia. There should be no gun laws at all. If you're a felon, you could be a crazy person. You should be able to get a gun. It is your right to have a gun. The same thing like if you commit a crime in front of a bunch of people, you kill everybody, you still have a right to trial, uh, all that stuff. It's like these are rights that you always get. But then when I was in Portland, I met people that are like, melt them all down. Not even cops should have guns. So it's like that is progressive and that is progressive. And, so it's and interesting. And, and it's like, 
See, right. see, Nino, this is why I surround myself with smarter people, you see? <laughs> I didn't mean to cut him off, but he's right. And also, like, progressive, again, that's also, you got to judge that on a curve, too. Because a lot of these fucking people think that they just, oh, I'm down with the fucking weed movement. I'm progressive. And it's like, that's not fucking progressive. People been fucking thinking weed was cool, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you progressive in 1950. Yeah. yeah. I, Progressive. I now view marijuana as medicinal, and it's like it's not progressive, you dummy. There's studies that show that since the '50s. Like, what are you talking about? So it's like a lot of these people wait. Like, it's like when people do yoga now. You know, when I was in Florida, like you people. Are, Brandon, like, you know all about this. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, they, and they think it's some new shit, and it's like, nah, bitch, that shit been around for millennia, bro. You know, so yeah. like, these seem like progressive ideas to an uptight Christian state. You know what I mean? That that yeah. that was influenced by you know, Puritans, like all this shit. And it's like, well, this is very progressive because of this and that. And you could say we have progressive outlooks toward things that favor economical value or things that favor technological boosts. But where's the progressive things towards fucking anything moral? Where the yeah. ethics? What do we yeah. teach people? I know lawyers who get fired because they don't want to put people that they, they, they found evidence that they don't want to use and they get fired from the VA and shit like that. Personal yeah. friends name their first and last name so where's the progressive towards our actual wisdom it's a great book written by uh, dr christopher ryan called civilized to death it touches on these things so it's like i also think like when i hear Pete, like i like that you said that but also beyond that it's like some of these progressive ideas ain't fucking progressive it's like bitch what are you talking about like yeah. everyone was taking lsd in the woodstock you're not the whole you country thought this was cool you are now you're dumbass in a suit yeah. and your civil servant who now all of a sudden woke up to this think you're progressive these aren't forward-thinking ideas these ideas you took it took you 60 years to catch up you're not progressive yeah. fucking late yeah and well, it's eric, more, eric it's more moved like, out eric moved out to oregon and since he was from new jersey he was immediately like labeled the fucking like gun toting like racist without even like getting to know him it was crazy Oh, no, 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 that's so, how Eric presented himself. So, that, yeah, so, yeah, I was just like, hey, I hate that. No, I was just kidding. But no, the, the, the Oregon <laughs> was like a very weird area, right? Because the whole state is very red. So, like, everybody's all about AR-15s and this and that. And then you go in the city and they're, like, shutting down bridges, shutting down roads, saying Trump is president. We need to melt down guns. And it's like, if you go literally, five, you could walk to the next town and they've got AR-15s on their porch and they're dipping, yeah. making their own fucking moonshine. And then you go into the city and it's like a hipster that's like, I just hate Starbucks. You know, like, it's just crazy. Like, this whole country, right. the whole country is just wild. But what was I going to say? Oh, I forgot what it was. We were somewhere else. Nania blacked out again. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Right. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you guys got me back again. Yeah, I heard everything you. he said. Yeah, I heard everything he said. Good. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, that, you know the other thing like about that like it was really like because i only have like a couple handguns so like i was telling i was telling brown the other day like i went with my uncle to get a, a handgun because like I, he came over i showed him like gun safety and all this type of stuff so for me to get a firearm in jersey right i had to call up the police station meet uh, set up an appointment with a police officer and this was january right he's like oh my next appointment just so you know it's only wednesdays between 12 and 1 my next open appointment is somewhere around May. I'm like, all right. So I waited until May, met with this guy. I'm like, so do you have to ask me questions? He's like, no, just here's a paper. That's it. Fill out the paper. We'll call you. I sat around for months and months and months. I had to call the Second Amendment Society. They said, all right, we'll call up the police station. I called the police station. 
hey, I'm not trying to be that like weird, crazy guy. Like, what the fuck? Like, this is my right. What are you doing? And then uh, I, the next day, I said I was in contact with the Second Amendment Society. I got a call the next day. Hey, we have it right here. Weird. Here it is. And then I go to the store. I say, this is the gun that I wanted. And in Jersey, you only have 30 days to get the gun that you want. If you want three of them, you have 90 days. It's like all this bullshit. So I had to get a gun that I didn't even really want. So I got that gun. And then you have all these, like, you can only have over 10 rounds now. In other states, you could have 30. Like, it's crazy. I go to, or, like, right, if, and if I, my brother-in-law lives down the street from me. If we want to go to the gun range together, by law, I could be a felon. I could be thrown in prison for years, never vote again. If I picked him up, he's two blocks away. If I picked him up on my way to the gun range, that's it. If I went and stopped at Dunkin' Donuts to get a coffee, that's deviating from route to the range. That is how it is in New Jersey, right? Are there, is yeah. there gun violence in New Jersey? Yes, there is, right? When I was in Oregon, I met a bunch of friends. We're like, oh, we're going to go like go-kart racing. I'm like, okay. There was a sign up front that said, Keep your gun. No guns allowed. They go, ah, oh, shit. All right. And everybody in the car had guns on them. And I didn't even know. And I wasn't like, I'm with a bunch of psychopaths. That's just like how it is. You know what I mean? So I think it's more of a mentality. Like we grew up thinking, like you're from Brooklyn, right? Yeah. So you can't really carry guns there legally. So you know, like you have it in your head and we're from Jersey. If this guy, oh, this guy's got a gun on him. He's a bad dude. Like he's got that for a reason, right? Yeah, yeah. 40 states this dude's got a gun it's like having a wallet like it's a part like that yeah, yeah. so that it's like a mentality type of thing you know what i mean so it's yeah. like just seeing how everybody like i've been to a state they're like he's got a gun oh my god is he crazy in other places like he's got a gun yeah obviously he does so it's just it, it really is yeah, yeah, well, like mentality. yeah i mean that, and that guns is one issue people think differently uh, again like depending on what state and the history of that state, people think differently about healthcare, about socialism, about capitalism, you know, and so on and so forth. Like you see a lot of that shit. The thing with gun that trips me out is I remember reading some statistics and like most, which we're, we're so hell bent on stopping the semi, the uh, automatic and the semi. Well, first of all, no shootings happen with automatic weapons. You barely see anybody getting shot with Uzi's. Really but yeah. The, yeah. So, but I see I'm pretty, I'm pretty like sure that. you and Eric just became best friends, by the way, but go on. <laughs> but, well, the, the semi, <laughs> even, even the semi-automatic even the semi semi-automatic, uh, uh, automatic, uh, argument, like most, if you want to stop gun violence, here's the funny thing. The mass shootings just clouds this shit because there's this thing with data. I don't know if you guys know about uh, psychometrics, but there's something called nomothetic data, which caters to like a general outcome or general view of people. So it's like, okay, these 10,000 people, this is what happens with these 10,000 people. And then there's ideographic data, which is like more individual-based things. And if you dig into the data of gun violence, I know we're not turning this into a gun thing. He was just yeah. talking about more about cultural rep of understanding and, and your whereabouts and shit and how, you, and how you understand things and how you function. I get that. But even the gun violence thing, just to tap into that, which, you know, you could somehow juxtapose this with how people respond to the 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 healthcare shit and voting and so on and so forth. Most gun violence, for, for all of us to get, get caught up in a, in a gun violence incident, alcohol is the main one. Like, that's the weirdest thing. You know, and, and, and all of us here, you want to you avoid getting shot? Don't hang out with a family member while you're drinking. Because most shootings happen by fucking family members with alcohol. And 96, I think this is the numbers, 96 to 97% of the shootings happen with handguns or 98, I think. It's yeah. such a, it's so so yeah. if we really want to stop gun violence, we, we fought, we're so hell-bent on stopping these big guns. Look at these big guns. Look at what these big guns do. 
You want to stop gun violence? Get rid of all the fucking handguns. That's how everybody's shooting each other. Then you really want to stop gun violence? Get rid of all the alcohol. Then you really want to stop gun violence? Then you really want to stop gun violence? Move everybody's fucking family away from each other. Because those are the people who shoot each other. We're all likely to get shot by somebody we know unless we're all doing some rugged shit. So it's like people kind of essentially obsess over these things and what allows them to be governed. They're governed by ideas and narratives that aren't even true. You know, the idea that all of us here are, are worth, you know, we're in danger to something because it's big and it makes loud noises. And there's this whack job who can just walk around and, and, all, and so on and so forth. It's like, yeah, that's, that's a realistic possibility. But bro, a fucking plane can land on every one of our houses tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not, there's not that much of a precedence, but it's like, do we really need to sit here and, and be hell-bent on all these anomalies? Like, these things are anomalies. They're not normal. You know what I mean? Now, how, did you, how, did you, how did you... Sorry, Krung, go on. No, I was going to say, place in the media. Like, they, they don't report on a backyard shooting at two people. They report on, you know, the shit. Yeah. What are they? Even, yeah. even it's, it's what gets ratings. It's what gets clicks. Yeah, kidnappings too. It's like, I think, I don't know the number off the top of my head. It's but like 99%. 99% is like a family member, right? Yeah. Like a family member takes a child and runs away. Like, but like you, you would think like, okay, you're going to go to the store. Call mommy when you get there. There's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steal you. Like, you were the generation of don't talk to strangers. Yeah, like yeah, don't talk. Yeah, you're fucking. They're yeah, you're. Me, they're gonna get kicked. Yeah, we we have the idea that like they showed a, this guy this, uh, he did like this uh this guy named Daniel Gilbert wrote a great book uh, called Stumbling Upon Happiness. Uh, he's, How much uh, do I don't you know read, Nino? Evidently more than you ever have. Yeah, holy shit! <laughs> I read all the Harry <laughs> Potter books. That's amazing. I, I read for fun. I don't read for like. <laughs> that's why like, Scott <laughs> in this magic world. He's like, oh, yeah, that's no question. No wonder why you hate everything. Yeah. Uh, so fucking um, but um, they, oh, so he he shows a picture. He does a lecture online on YouTube, and he shows a picture of a, a burning fucking building. He shows picture of a fucking little girl getting abducted, uh, and he shows a picture of like a big gun going off, and then or or like a gif or whatever gif, whatever you guys want to call it. And then he shows a pool, and he's like, "What is the biggest threat here?" And everybody says everything but the pool. So but the pool, pool is like yeah. five times. Yeah. And it's a beautiful pool. It's not like some, you know, nasty looking pool. It's like a beautiful fucking pool. And it's like, we, we don't look at everything that's immediate. First of all, it's human instinct, right? Like our neurophysiology is wired to be a little bit more fearful of the things that can get us instantly. Alligators, fuck. Kidnappers, <laughs> fuck. This, yeah. this. Like all these things can get us quicker, but nobody here fears obesity. Nobody here fears diabetes. Nobody here fears fucking heart disease. Like the yeah. actual, if those things had like a fucking Muslim last name, like, you know, the fucking yeah. media. Alligators, Shalom. Dude, the diabetes <laughs> Mohammed. The diabetes <laughs> Mohammed. You gotta, you gotta be careful of the Mahmoud Abdul fucking heart disease, you know? Like, Don't name them French fries. Name Saudi Arabia fries. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah, you know? Exactly. In Dave Chappelle's stand-up, he goes, you know what kills the most black people? He goes, table salt. Regular <laughs> ass table okay. salt. You know, like, yes. it really is fucking We don't, hold, hold that thought, but that's what I was going to say is, we don't associate danger with things that take a long time to kill us. We can deal with those things, and we also laugh at other people who view those things as threats. We're like, oh, you're worried about that thing that's going to give you cancer 30 years from now? Live yeah. your fucking life. Yeah. And then as soon as the motherfucker got cancer, everyone's crying. Dad, why did you drink? Fuck. You should have never smoked. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. And, it, and we, we live in that reality of everything's cool as long as it's cool. 
Like that's the reality we live in. And then as soon as we see things immediate, we get we get caught. And the media, they they know how to capture your attention, bro. I was with my, with my dad. He was in the hospital. My dad passed in September, right? So about a year ago, he always watches the fuck. I don't watch the news. I don't watch. But they're like a prominent senator, um, <laughs> like a prominent senator passed away. Find out who at 7 p.m. or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, what the fuck you can't say now? Like, what kind of bullshit is that? And to touch on the media thing, Walter Conkright, right? Um, in the 60s, was delivering information to people. He was an actual journalist. People forget that. Like, this is the guy who, that's the way it is, was giving all the information to Americans in the 60s. He had a fucking earpiece delivering information. And one time, some actual journalists, because the thing in the media in the 60s and 70s, you actually, these people actually had journalistic integrity. They valued their sources. They valued yeah. how to get it. They worked their way up. They did the beat. They worked the streets. They followed cops around. They knew the people who got shot, you know, the innocents. They followed all of that other stuff. And then by the time they got on television, they had some journalistic, you know, they, they had a reputation to maintain. They were like, no, nah, I'm not. They, they didn't skip Bayless their life away. They were like, yo, I have some journalistic credibility, you know. I want to yeah. live. But nowadays, you see these people on these news, they have no journalistic credibility. They're just people with opinions shooting the shit yeah. they have a bullshit bachelor's degree on fucking political science and they're sitting around going i think but you know yeah. what i think and they're and it's and they're, and they're, that, that, yeah, that, and they're, that was actually sorry me cut you off you still uh, i was gonna say one thing their opinions are content now it's fucking weird yeah. but what, well, mm -hmm. the cool thing about what what's a concrete two two things i'll touch on before that i forgot what the law was called the the senate there was only so much uh, bandwidth in the frequencies or, or whatever that they could allow the uh, uh, outlets to allow their space for the news. So when they wanted to tell the news, the Senate, I forgot what it was called, they signed it and said, that's cool, but you need to use whatever, 15, 20% of this for public goods, meaning information, education. You need to deliver information that helps us as a country, as people in the education space, in the awareness space, in health space. You need to do that for that. That shit was violated you know many more years now like no there's no fucking good in that walter concrete in the 60s was told by a journalist who was over there going bro you're misreporting a lot of shit you know what walter concrete did this is fucking crazy he went to vietnam <laughs> he got up the fucking news chair went to vietnam going to wikipedia went over there saw what was really happened did some digging came back however months later and turned on the war and started delivering the news in a way where it was against Vietnam. And at the yeah. time, I think it was President Johnson, he said, if we lost Walter Conkright, we lost the war. That's exactly That's how what big. I was gonna say. Yeah. Do you know that quote? You know that That's quote? exactly what I was gonna say. If you didn't say that, that's exactly what I was gonna say. See, Nino, I, Nino, Nino, I bring yeah. on the right guest for you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Jordan's the quote guy. Kron's like, yep. That, I that was, that. I mean, that was like a major thing. It was, yeah. that's why Johnson didn't run for re-election. He said, I lost Cronkite, I lost Middle America. That's why he didn't re that's why he didn't run. That's why Nixon got elected. Yeah. Exactly. That, he didn't run. He, mm -hmm. he didn't run specifically because Walter Cronkite mm -hmm. went and, and delivered actual information to us as people, which Senate, which was answerable to us, and we vote these fucking geeks in there, and we're like, yo, do, do some fucking governing while we're trying to figure out fucking life out. And like now it's like, oh, I want to be a politician to be a billionaire. Like, bro, no billionaires were trying to get into politics in the 60s and 70s. And if they were, it was just to fuck somebody. Like nobody was really trying to do that. That wasn't a job. That wasn't a plug. But how, yeah. you know, nowadays a guy can come in there and make a billion, like Obama's like, 
make made a few hundred million off being president. Like there, there's a lot more gaps in that shit. You know what I mean? Than there is. And I just want to. You were around the you were around the hip hop community like during the Obama like like 2008. Like you were with Slaughterhouse making the songs. How was the reaction? throughout the hip hop community when he was coming into office. And were you aware about this then? Like, did you think like this back oh, then? Oh yeah. It's oh so yeah, I got like, called a racist on Twitter. Right, I got called right. a racist on Twitter. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ask it. you yeah. that. Yeah, were you like kind of shunned a little bit for speaking your mind? Or were you just like, like, I don't want to say black but like, did you just like get looked at like this fucking idiot while you were around? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah? oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Bro, people were crying. People were acting like they won the fucking, like when the Red Sox what? won. But which is fine, though. I could understand, man. Like, honestly, if you're a black man in this country and you see a black guy at that power, uh, listen, I can't relate to being black in this country, but, like, I could understand maybe a little bit why you would want to see that. I really could. Um, So I, I didn't have a problem with, like, the black guys going out black and uh, voting for him just because of it. I get it. But you, as you're, you're Spanish, I'm taking. <laughs> yeah, Puerto so, Rican, like, yeah. Puerto Rican, yeah. So, like, you were around the hip-hop community did you feel yeah. like you couldn't be that outspoken about it, or you know well, what I mean? Well, well, the thing is, in my community, at least in New York, we're viewed as we're right there with the black. So it's yeah, like yeah. We, everything was right there, and and we have black in us. You know, we're Taínos, we're African, we're mixed in with the colonized Spaniards that came in, amongst other shit, right? So like, we come from all different shit. Felix Trinidad is Puerto, as Puerto Rican as I am. He just happens to come from the very dark side. I come from the, I got more of the shade from my mom. My mom's from a town called Carolina. She's a little bit more light skinned and so on and so forth. But my dad's dark, you know what I mean? And most of my family is, is that in that sense. But like they, the, the brothers understood what it was from where I was at. Like all my brothers knew what it was, whether they were Latino, black or whatever. But I, it, honestly, it was mixed, bro. Half of the people were crying. They were acting like they won something. Because I think people have the idea that if, like, a Puerto Rican president came in, I don't think he's going to do shit for Puerto Ricans. Maybe that's just me. I don't think just because you're Puerto Rican means you're going to be, you know, give a, giving us health care, like, helping us out, right, helping right. the man in. And it's like, no, he's still going into the White House. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it is what it is. But wouldn't you agree it's a facade at least? Like, now, uh, listen, look, up until 2008, if you were a black kid in elementary school and you said, I could be president, you kind of were like, no, you can't. But at least now you have that image, like, a kid could maybe say, I could succeed to do this. So don't you think it was good in that sense? Well, no. why would anyone want that job? I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just saying. yeah. No, I think, <laughs> I think all, it did, all it did, all it did, was contribute to like an idea that that's a that's something meaningful and you can cause change and you could do something. Yeah. Look, bro, Obama ran a whole camp. Yeah, he ran a whole campaign about you know doing things and change and progress. And then you know got all these uh, J.P. Morgan guys in there and fucking bailed out these dudes and he was all about yeah. the fucking big banks and big wall street yeah. and big you know how yeah. bro he got rid of he got he got rid of a uh, habeas corpus you know yeah. what i mean in one sense he signed a he signed something uh called the uh, Smith Monk Act which was check this out post world war 2 if you guys research this the Smith Monk Act was after world war 2 people uh uh, Congress or whatever was like, yo, it's not good for countries to legally propagandize the citizens. It's just not cool. Well, fucking Congress put that in, and we have the Smith Month Act where you can't legally propagandize people. Fucking Obama repealed that shit and got rid of that. <laughs> he was e easily as bad as fucking either Bushes. You know, yeah. he he had us in more wars than the than Junior. 
You know what I mean? He just wasn't as, you know, he, he can talk his way he out of talk. You know? Listen, yeah. Yeah, he was a class <laughs> act. He was a class act. Yeah. And, like, I had no problem with him as far as, like, a class act. But, like, like you said, it's hard to, like, talk about him in a bad light, especially as a white dude, because you do get labeled well, as fucking but, I, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, no, the, but the thing, yeah. they never brought forward anything that he did that wasn't, what like, good. Because the guy right. is an extremely compelling speaker absolutely right he's captivating phenomenal phenomenal yeah yeah but 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 what but the question you're trying to ask is that because it it seems two part are you trying to say if i got shit for it and do i think it actually can i got a little bit of shit for it but at the same time it was mainly from like the people i knew who were just like yo this is a you don't this is a good look though man this thing could change anything because they just thought oh there's going to be a black guy in there he's going to Completely look out for us. He's from Chicago. He likes Common. He likes Jay Z. And by the way, I'm just throwing this out there. I'd beat him one on one in a basketball game. I'm saying that right now, by the way. I'm saying that right now. I'd fuck him. He's taller than you. Obama, if you ever see this one on one, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I think you versus Michelle is better. Absolutely not. I'm a white guy. The three point line's been keeping us in the NBA for 25 years. Are you kidding me? I You want to talk about a facade? That's a facade. You look up the greatest three point shooters of all time. Ray Allen. You're right. But half the white guys wouldn't be in the NBA if they couldn't shoot threes. That, that's yeah, a, that, that's true. Yeah, yeah that is fucking yeah. true. That, and and that's and that's that's unfortunate. That's due to a lot of the lack of the physical aspect. Of yeah, it. no, I, there's not a yep, absolutely. Athleticism yeah. itself, there's nothing I can do about it. Because like, because there's because there's a lot of black guys that are in the league just because they can hit threes. Yeah, and they could yeah. dunk on me. You know. No, 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 but no, 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 but like we focus on the white guys. Like no, uh, what was that guy that played on the Knicks? Novak. Oh, Novak. Belch. Yeah, yeah, but we but we but, but but we don't but we don't think about like fucking Sam Perkins played an extra four right. years because he could hit three. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like no, right. we don't think about yeah, we don't think about those those uh what's the what was uh, uh Steph's dad Del Curry? Del, yeah, yeah, he was a white guy, dude. That's all he did. All he all he could do is shoot three. I gotta throw out my guy Jimmer for debt too, who didn't get his equal share in the NBA. He got his equal share. No, no, he we wasn't talk, good. We don't talk bad about Jimmer on here. I love no, Jimmer. Talk about Shanghai, Shanghai Jimmer. Nia, so so when you were out there though, like I'm I'm glad you spoke your mind though, because a lot of people wouldn't have in your. Oh no, sorry. What I was gonna go into. All right, so I agree with you on the Obama factor and everything government. See, I get knocked because I truly think they're all the same. I think that Trump is essentially like uh, he's a he's a version of them that they are behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? So like I think behind closed doors, they're all exactly like him. They're all making back deals. But for some reason, the facade for people is just like, I want to see someone act more presidential. What does it matter if they're being pieces of shit behind your back? Yeah, nah, that's, a, there's a, there's a, there's a, I, that's so true. I read a book one time. I forgot uh, what book. It might have been Double Government. And he talks about, like, since the TV became a thing, like, we, we started watching presidents on TV, no president was bald. Like, Eisenhower was the last bald president we had. Um, oh, well, at least, yeah. They, at least bald. They actually, I saw this thing. They said, uh, what was it? Was it JFK versus, was it Nixon? Nixon. They were, Nixon. They were going Nixon back and it was the yeah, way he won that, on TV. He it was the way TV, that the, the suits looked. It was the colorization of the suits that and J- well, JFK wore makeup. Nixon didn't. Yeah. JFK makeup, looked, yeah. Nixon looked pale, and they yeah. thought he was.
And even you guys even, have, uh, George Bush Senior, he he got screwed. He checked his time at he the checked, debate. He kept looking at his watch. I know that one. I know that one. Yeah, that but you guys on the Japanese yeah. prime minister. You guys missed a really big point of Nixon and Kennedy. I'm surprised no one mentioned it. Kennedy lost on the radio, and then five days later, won on television. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I didn't know that. Shit. Yeah, no, I did hear that. He lost on the. That was the first uh pub uh public debate on TV. But it wasn't publicized live. So the live version was on the radio because everything was live on the radio. And Kennedy lost. He got fucking his ass kicked. But then on television, everybody's like, what the fuck? I don't know. I like Kennedy now. What the hell is that bullshit? But I, I will thinking, say your history, your history. I was, like, I was like, give him his own podcast. Yeah, your, his history, own podcast. your history knowledge is amazing. My dad watches all these and he's going to love your fucking knowledge of history, yeah. honestly. How did you get into it, though? Like, when did you just, like, what age or what happened where you're like, I'm just going to start to look into this shit a little more? Was a there, gay like, a, teacher, a gay sixth, in sixth grade, I had a gay teacher. His name was Mr. Volker, super gay. And uh, he gave me, I, I only mentioned how gay he was because I was scared to talk to him after class. Cause like, you know, it's, you're, you're fucking, you grew up in New York, you know, speak, speaking of progressive, right? But like, in, you know, <laughs> in the in 90s New York, too, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. And in Brooklyn, it's kind of just like, you know, I hey, don't talk, don't stay after class with him. We thought gay people all like make, touch kids. Like we were yeah, idiots, no. we didn't fucking know. They were yeah, all priests. So like, he's gay. Yeah, exactly. So he wanted to talk to me after class a couple of times, and I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll talk after class. And I just kept running all the fucking hills. And then eventually one time he just fucking stopped me and was like, you, you know, he's like, yeah, I want to talk to you about a few things. And then uh, he told me that, like, I was uh, – he just kind of liked, like, the questions I asked and so on and so forth. And if my brain's going elsewhere, that he recommends a few books for me. And I swear to you, he gave me 1984. And when he gave oh, me 19, George Orwell, George Orwell. Yeah, yeah. I have a book. Yeah, he I'm put me onto, yeah, he put me onto Orwell and he put me onto uh, a few other things talking about Eastern philosophy, like Taoism and shit, and just other concepts. And we talked about, like, um, I don't know, systems and stuff like that, because we were covering, I guess, one of the wars. And I was just like, he, he, he was one of the first people that I ever heard tell me that. The Nazis weren't really so like uh, socialists, you know. And he was like, "Well, they weren't really socialists." He was trying to explain that. But then, like four years later, I was like sixteen or whatever. And then I had a high school teacher going, "No, they were so were." Right. We have like this poor idea of like, for example, right now, North Korea. You guys can research it. I think they're the People's Demo Demo Democratic Republic of North Korea, whatever the fuck. DPRK, right? Yeah. The the what are, what are, how what are they? What's the what's the actual term? The People's Republic Democrat or whatever? The People's Democracy Democratic Republic. People's Republic of Korea. Think, yeah. yeah, the Democratic People's Republic of, of Korea of North Korea. But no one here would ever think that there are any of those fucking elements in their in their fucking political infrastructure. We all look at that as a I guess a hereditorial, I guess that's the word, uh dictatorship, I guess. And we don't be like, no, that's some fucking goofball well, that that the that that uh you know that runs the country because granddad or daddy did whatever he did, and I guess like that was one of the things where I had like a a sixth grade teacher who was kind of like no they weren't really just because you call yourself something doesn't mean you get to be that like with the Bolsheviks we have this idea that the Russian Revolution was all Lenin was a Marxist where like these credible Marxists like Rosa Luxemburg and so on and so forth were like 
fuck Lenin. He's not a real Marxist. He doesn't really understand Marxism. Although Marxism itself, you got to judge that on a curve. He changed a little towards the end as he did in the beginning. And as you guys can see, this got me into it because I was like, how come two guys could have an education, both be teaching this shit and have completely different views on this? And that, as a 16-year-old, just made me go to a place where I was like, well, let me be a little bit more self-taught and autodidactic and, and get into this a little bit more. And, and you know, I've been reading ever since. Yeah, that's the way you got to do it. I mean, that's what that's how it's supposed to spark. It just, I gotta get back. Sorry, I had to disappear. I have to get back to your gay teacher. Were you actually upset that he wasn't hitting on you? Because in a way, it's like if you were the guy at the club and you weren't hit on by the gay guy, isn't that offensive? Like to me, it would be. I'd be like, "What's no, wrong with me?" No, I. It's I, always sunny. An episode on that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't watch that show. I actually. Hey, don't. I, I, yeah, I, you know, I want to play with the joke, but honestly, man, Mr. Volpe, <laughs> yo, Mr. Mr. Volpe, that ass, like, I mean, he, he almost handed me a red pill as a fucking 11, 12 right? year old or whatever. So I'm, I'm very grateful for that shit. No, that's, that's good thing you say though. So like, it, it, it that is a shame though, at, you could have, it's the same with politics. So like you turn on one side, you got a doctor saying one thing, then you turn on the other thing. You're like the doctor saying the other, and then people are saying you should listen to the doctors. Well, which yeah. doctor do I fucking yeah. listen to? Or even yeah, like, they're like oh, chocolate, having a little bit of chocolate is fine every day. And another guy's like, no, it's obesity. Having one glass of wine is fine. Like, no, that's alcoholism. It's just crazy. Right. Anyway, what I was going right. to say earlier is uh, there's a series on CNN. It's called the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, 90s, 2000s. And in the 80s, they highlighted when there was 24-hour uh, news cycles going on. And they said in the 80s that they were afraid to do that. To pretty much what we have now, right? They're going to say, we, we're going to have to find time to, to fill. We need to fill this time, one. And we're also going right. to have panels. That's going to be full of, I heard or she heard, or sources say, which are not actual fiction, which is, that scares me. It's like, sources say that Scott Gambino uh, is, that? I don't know what you're talking about. Rubs one out to John Bastow. But somebody, like, pretty much like that, I, somebody oh, heard that how that is news. And it's just like, that is terrifying. But, like, they literally, yeah. it's basically that, whole series, they highlight it. And Dude, saying, that shit's ruined. You know, that's not just ruined politics, though. It's also ruined sports, even because like mm -hmm. now sports is a 24 hour cycle and a guy can't even hit a fucking buzzer beater without getting a fucking bunch of assholes the next day. Some of them who can't fucking cut it in their in the sport that they're covering never made a varsity team in their life. Mm -hmm. Gotta be like, I've seen shots better than that. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, that's not the best home run I've seen. And yeah. bro, yeah. back in the days, we could actually appreciate an actual great accomplishment that was done in front of our eyes. It's like, yo, did you guys see this dude score 20 points in the fourth quarter? Yeah. And nowadays it's like, yeah, but he missed the free throw with 30 yeah. seconds not, left. Nothing in the early 90s, ESPN was great. Yeah, well, not, yeah. All those guys was fucking awesome. It was just, yeah, they just they, they, it was great. Nothing yeah. annoys me you know, more you than know, some opinion. Opinion is it's too much content. Yeah. Content, the best form of content now somehow has become opinion. 
So mm-hmm. people care more about how some what someone thinks of the thing that they saw rather than the thing that they did that they seen. Like, bro, to watch LeBron carry a bunch of janitors to the fucking finals, you're yeah. just like, this is gonna happen again? Is he yeah. really gonna do this shit again? He's gonna beat Boston with Jeff fucking Green? Yeah. He's gonna beat these guys with fucking George Hill at Boston? Really? This is what's yeah. gonna happen? He's gonna, oh wait, he's gonna drop 50 on the Warriors with Durant, Curry, Thompson, Green, all that on the fucking team. They with Durant, and he's got no one on his team. And, and J.R. Yeah. Smith forgets the time, and people are like, "Yeah, but he missed that shot yeah. with a minute 20. He <laughs> not, no Jordan. Yeah, not, not to no get Jordan. Not to get into sports, but I I don't think any player in the history of the NBA could have brought that 2007 Cavs team to the finals other than LeBron. That's just me. And listen, all of that is whether you view it yeah. or not, he, st- he still was stacked with a deck that no one re- really was ever stacked with in all these different ways and shit. But, like, yeah. you can be anecdotal about anything. Mm-hmm. You could cherry pick anything. If you give yes. me five minutes, if you give me five minutes, I could convince you about a lot of shit, even if it sounds taboo. You know what I mean? Yeah. You give me five yeah. minutes, and if I can stick to a specific thing, I could be like, well, here's how vaccines are the worst thing for you. And and then no one responds to that. Like, you know, maybe one person gets to respond, and I get the last word. Boom, my, my yeah. conversation wins. But then I can mm-hmm. do the same thing in the next conversation. You know what I mean? And it's, yeah. it's almost like you guys are saying with the doctors, but it's ruined politics. It's ruined sports. It's ruined hip-hop. No one cares it's ruined about life, about. you know. It's ruined life. Yes. And and it's, I hate you. everything. Look at you. You know. Yeah, look at me. I look <laughs> at Jeff. I'm, I'm 33, and I look 53, you know. I yeah, am ruined. Nino, did you see uh, The Last Dance? No, I didn't see it, but I, I watched the reviews on it, which so, so, called me hypocrite. So watching that, so watching that, and also watching 61 when that came out, what, 2001? Yes. Like, yes. Mickey Mantle, like, the shit that he used to do, like, they depicted him. He was, like, banging different girls, drunk as hell. I think one scene, who knows if it's true, but one scene, he crashed a car, drunk as hell. Like, that would have ruined his career. Yeah. And I'm oh, all for, oh. like, leave these people alone. But Jordan, like, if you watch that that series, they're pre- he pretty much was like, I can't take it. I can't take these people. Like, he, he probably kept playing, but, like, he's like, I can't take the pressure. Like, they, they thought his dad, he, he killed his dad, right? They thought, they, they were saying, to like think about that like i'm sorry it's like I'm, i don't mean to bring it up i just uh, did the connection now but your father passed away could you imagine if they said oh well he went to atlantic city after he yeah. after you made a song yeah, yeah. i think his death like how fu- like that is so dude, dude, and, 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 and here's the weirdest thing we never stacked that on some of these young kids favor like we talk about oh they didn't have to grow up in the 80s when fucking crack was around or you know they didn't grow around and when everyone was really tough and everybody this bro you put fucking russell westbrook in the 80s he averages 47 points a game bro like i don't want to hear this no one can stop Mm -hmm. the guy in 1987 It's just not going to happen. So it's like this this idea that, like, these guys were tougher because they can hand check and fouls were called less and they were more competitive and they weren't this. The one thing, I didn't watch the the, the Last Dance documentary, but my boy told me that Ainge and Jordan went golfing the, night be- the day before he yeah. scored 60. Bro, when these guys hang out, these days, all the old players are like, we never did that. We yeah. weren't talking to each other. Meanwhile, Jordan's golfing with the guy that's going to guard him the next day. It's yeah. like, could you imagine if that happened with LeBron? We never stacked. We we always stacked the deck 
people pick and choose. They're they're fucking villains. And we never, we always stack the deck against the new kids and we're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. But I've been reading about that since Phil Jackson's book and a bunch of other people's books that I read. I don't just read politics. But uh, fucking, I remember reading a book one time that talks about the pressure getting to Jordan and that playing baseball was not really like a new venture or whatever for him. It was more like he needed to just get the fuck away and no yeah. one was going to look for him in fucking Toledo minor league system or whatever the fuck he was yeah. going, wherever he was going to go. But people yeah. still did, whatever. But it was just something to maintain that competitive edge, try something that was impossible, but to get the fuck away and, you know, do what yeah. he did. But dude, Le- dude, guys like LeBron and all that been dealing with this shit since they were 15, yeah. 16. Bro, LeBron got two jerseys as a 17-year-old. I mean, yeah. if, just talk about him. I can name other guys. I'm just, I, the shit Iverson got, all these guys. But like, LeBron went and got two jerseys as a 17-year-old. And they suspended him. They were like, you can't take jerseys from stores. He's like, what? Yeah. How, how many of us here would turn down free shit? Who here would talk? Who, yeah, I would punch my I punch I punch my wife for a free T-shirt. Are you kidding me? If it's for free, it's for me. And they were and at that time, throwback jerseys were the shit. They were giving him like a, I don't know what job, maybe like Oscar Robinson or Jim Baylor, whatever it was. But they gave him like legit throwback jerseys that were worth like three hundred bucks. He's like, you just want to give these to me? Cool. And he got shitted on on ESPN by grown men. 40-year-old, 50-year-old yeah. men in a suit were like, what a fucking seven. He's going to be a piece of shit. Fucking kid sucks. You know what I mean? And they're just like, Jordan wouldn't do that. And it's yeah. like, I, I think, gotta say, yeah. I got to say, LeBron must have the best PR team because nobody is perfect, especially right. in the limelight. Like, you don't think he's ever been anywhere. He's been with the same girl forever. You don't think he's ever been anywhere and slipped up once. Probably he's he's been in the limelight so long he probably knows how to act though. But I mean, pretty much the majority of his life, he hasn't gotten in trouble. He has not gotten in trouble. Some people, yeah, like some people. Hey, Hey, whether hey, you never know, man. Like he could be one of those guys that's part of the fucking. Bilderberg group that you know sacrifices some babies at the end of the month or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, you know, they're on the fucking L's. Yeah, yeah. Be on some Westworld shit, fucking all the AIs and raping them. And yeah, mutating, he's got uh, that single like that on his chest, and he's like, I'm with y'all. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Or, 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 you know, the guy could just be fucking, you know, like uh, just a guy who wants to fucking build it, you know, who, you know. One thing I will say about this, I don't know about Brady, but one thing with LeBron and Brady really shared to me that I look at is their commitment that looks completely different than all these other guys because, like, they take care of themselves in a way that you don't normally see guys take care of themselves. And they're like, they're equally obsessed over the game. You know what I mean? So, you know, who knows what the fuck's going on in that guy's head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Brian, I know you wanted to get into some like weird shit. You were, you want to ask Nino about aliens? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that video that came out a couple weeks ago? I'm so happy. Nah, dude, well, dude, they, they pretty much all but confirmed that, they know about aliens with with nice. all the shit that they've been releasing nice that ain't impressing me much i've known about aliens since ancient aliens came out 2009 <laughs> oh god i was there with you too i know, I know. so nino area 51 <laughs> is it a hoax or no no nah, but they don't they don't have fucking anything there you think all these fucking years all the bullshit that's gone on you think that they have something come there? out Oh, they have they have all that shit. What if they do have stuff? I mean, you get into like the the whole stuff with like Bob Lazar and 
the people who come forward that have claimed they've worked on like alien spacecraft and they've seen recovered bodies and they've worked on uh forget there was a there was an interview i watched a long time ago it was one of the guys from uh, ancient aliens he does his own show but he had a guy on who claimed that he was a he was some sort of doctor who worked in this government facility and he would operate on pretty much whatever they gave him so they would bring in like tissue samples and stuff like that and it started off the way he said it he said they uh they started off real small they would bring him little tissue samples they would tell him to analyze it and just find like irregularities and find things that were different from human beings but they never told him what it was from and then eventually as he became kind of more um uh coherent with the stuff that was going on there and they were able to trust him more after a couple of years they started bringing him like limbs of things. Like he, he claimed that he got this hand one time that had like, it was like a, a neon type of blue with like a cheetah print type thing on it. And they told him to analyze the hand and figure out where it was from. But he was like, you know, this is nothing I've ever seen before. And I mean, of course all that shit can be made up. People have imaginations, but I guess sometimes, I don't know, you see someone with such conviction with what they're speaking about and maybe he's just a good actor. I don't know, but it just seemed very real to him. This is, this is the problem with this subject where you're relying on people. Yeah. Like, it's like you, when a cop comes to the hood and he's trying to figure out what happened. So like somebody's like trying to figure, bro, you, when you're relying on people, you ever watch the first 48, like yeah. they never solved it. Yeah. It's always solved through confession or like he say, she said bullshit. But it's like, even when the person confesses, I'm never fully convinced. Like, I, 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 as long as the the you know there's com, you know there's some crazy evidence against them. But sometimes I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, just because five people said this and they oh they saw you, they this, they that, and it's like with this shit, I, I don't know. You guys might want to Google this. I think it's the Fermi Fermi, so the Fermi paradox. I just want to present y'all with an idea. Enrique mm -hmm. Fermi or Fermi is his name. He was a physicist in the 70s. He came up with something, whatever his last name is, one of y'all can correct me. I think it's the Fermi paradox. And he came up with an idea that it's, if, if you just judge it by Earth, tech, technological advanced cultures kill themselves. So every culture that's technologically advanced yeah. finds a way to fucking self-destroy. Now, the actual wisdom and intellect that other groups that don't advance technologically we look down on that shit. Cause see, we're all on Zoom right now. We're all like, oh, what the fuck do they know? They don't fucking get this it. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't got, right? they don't know. They don't They're have a word. They're spreading COVID across the fucking world. For sure. They don't have a word for uh, arthritis. They don't have a word for insomnia. They don't have words for depression. Some of these indigenous tribes to this day, and I don't mean to take it to like one of these hippie conversations and shit, but I'm just saying, we look down on those societies cause they didn't technologically advance, but yet their wisdom, surpass their technological, you know, essentially accomplishments, right? So what this paradox he was describing was, our wisdom still hasn't caught up to our technological advancement. You know, like if you look at a lot of the things, we pretty much figured out how to maintain an infinite amount of energy source. Um, Dino, get in here. Dino, come on. Is that your son or your dog? Get in there, sit down. That's my that's dog. dog. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we, pre we pretty much figured out how to use all this shit as an energy source. We know what to do with the ocean. We figured out how to maintain population. We know how to maintain all this extra shit. But yet our wisdom hasn't caught up to our technological capabilities, right? We still, like, don't know how to take care of each other. We still haven't figured out, like, 
common sense fucking bullshit. We're, that George we Pollard still deal with racism. We still deal with racism. Basic, basic shit. We, uh, yeah, yeah, basic shit. Like we are still sad. We're still we're like all this shit, and all of us right. are isolated. We don't have a sense of like community. Like we've all let go of a lot of stuff. Everybody kind of feels a void. You know, what I mean, we could all this. Everyone here could describe a depressing time in their life along with their yeah. parents' time. And it's like, these are supposed to be the best times of our lives. Like, come on, you get to do all the things you want. But it's like, there's a lot of like lack of fulfillment here in these great times of life. And it, you can make all these arguments and so on and so forth. But one of those things in that paradox is he describes that any technologically advanced uh, group of people won't, won't make it out of their, uh, their uh, self-destruct because they'll be, it's impossible to technologically advance. It's impossible to technologically advance without eventually blowing yourself up. And I yeah, thought it was course. a pretty well, good concept. Look, I'm not. No, no, no. I, I agree with you. But you know, look at us. I mean, we're at the point where we're developing. Okay, and did I, I lose you? No, you're good. Did you guys hear me? Yeah, you're yeah. good. You're good. Oh, now I hear you. Okay, okay. Yeah, I hear you now. You're good. But yeah, that, what, what I was saying, though, I, I agree with you on that concept. But, I mean, you could, look, you could look at, like, where we're at now, where we're kind of on the verge, and arguably they probably already have it somewhere, but we're on the verge of artificial intelligence, you know? So at what point do we get to that point? Like, we're, we're progressing towards that, where we're going to now build this machine that's fully aware of itself. If they don't have something like that already, Bro, so now, so now, we, you but now, what, at what point we get to that point? We literally just went through something in the last <laughs> two months where no one could fucking go anywhere, no one could do oh, anything, yeah. right? And it was, and whatever you want to say about it, it it seemed borderline threatening, essentially. You know what I mean? To our, it it, it affected everybody's daily lives, right? Fucking virus, yeah. so. Like, you can make a case that science also affected all of us as well. Because if you just want to just let the natural thing just happen, a bunch of fucking old people mainly die, bunch of bunch of sick people mainly die, all mm -hmm. of us become hyperimmune to it, right? This is what the science says. We're all good. But because of this, because of our essential, like, these, these organisms that we built that end up controlling us, it eventually just paralyzed us. Where we were yeah. like, no, 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 we have to flatten the curve. Now it's like, wait for a vaccine, and then now it's you know, and like, and yet we we, uh, it's hard to stabilize this now. With like, everyone's gonna adjust. We don't even know how this is gonna affect us. But we're at the point of like, in a weird little shaky time now, where it's like, I, I don't think I, I'm not one. Of, I'm not a dispensationalist. Like, I don't think the world's gonna fucking end in the next ten years or five. You know, I don't think this is gonna end everything. But I do think it's a. Uh, it's a good, I'm not against alien talk. I'm not against all of that. The hard part for me to accept is that a lot of this shit is you're depending on a lot of other people's accounts and conversations. Of course, yeah. Yeah, and of course, and people's memories over time, it's been observed that, you know, people, like, when you, when you have this, something happen in your life, as the further you get away from it, the more it changes and the more things you add and the things you lose. So trying to get an accurate memory from someone, oh, this happened, you know, 15 years ago. Well, how much really do you remember that and how much? That's one thing, know? that's one thing, but I'll give you another one. So I, there's a, I forgot who said this, but it's like, if I went into all of your houses tonight, right? And I said, listen, I got abducted by aliens. 
And because of that, I have the ability to move everything here with my mind. I developed a form of telekinesis, and I can move all this shit with my mind. If I start actually exercising that and moving everything around your house with my mind, that doesn't mean I was abducted by aliens. Like, I presented that truth to yeah. you. Right. He's and no got, he was fucking abducted, yo. He's moving all the shit, and he knows what's in right? But that doesn't mean one, that one and one doesn't mean that. Like, I planted that seed for you guys to do that. My thing is, but the Bob Lazar count, I present to you an alternative theory that I read, that I heard somebody say. Mm-hmm. What, what allows us to think that whatever nuclear reactor he worked on, why do we think it was alien? What if it was discovered and fucking, and, and what, what if it was something from a civilization that was around before us? And, you know, this, is, this thing has already been happening numerous amount of times, which is some shit that, dude, we're still fucking learning. Like, we thought the evolutionary chart that's I don't know how much you guys know about Joe Beckley Tepe. Yeah. But that shit's been crushed since Joe Beckley. Yeah. That shit's been crushed since Joe Beckley Tepe because apparently we were all like 12,000 years ago. We couldn't really communicate. We were just these hunter gathering idiots who weren't technologically advanced. Yet they discovered Joe Beckley Tepe and modern day Turkey 12,000 years ago. Now academia is catching up to it, but mm-hmm. a German guy discovered it. And now they found out, these guys found all this shit with the stars, the planets. So 12,000 years ago, our primitive selves that we thought, they weren't as dumb as we thought. They actually had a little bit of science info, a little bit of math info. They were astronomically, you know, well-versed. They knew a couple of things. So it's like, how, how about we don't really know what the fuck's even going on here? And we, don't, actually, we, yeah, we don't know anything. Every no. single thing on this planet is theory. Everything. Right. And 70% of land is buried underwater, like the world that's ever existed. So like the, the marine archaeology, we're still learning shit like Joe Beckley Tepe. Like, we're di- like they discovered that in the 90s. And they were like, this was 12,000 years ago. They're yeah. going to discover something from 20,000 years ago. They're going to discover mm-hmm. shit from 26,000 years ago. Yeah. But here's the thing. When marine archaeology starts to evolve, that's the, the big thing for me. It's like, what else do they find? But the Lazar story is he's fully believing, like, he, 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 I, I watched the interview, might have been on Rogan, where he's like, yeah. it didn't come from us. This isn't our thing. It's like, well, bro, how do you know that? How do you know this isn't an Earth thing, but just not our thing? Does that make it's sense? It's not our time. I, right. I get what you're it's saying. Different you civilization, know. yeah. The, well, no, no, no. Not even that it's another civilization. What, like, I'll, I'm going to pose this. This is just an idea that I thought about. I'll pose this to all you guys. What if the planet is in like a constant cycle? Like the primates that are here now. Always is. You know, are you this, doing the planet this, of the apes thing? No, it's not it's not really planet of the apes. It's just that we get to a po- we get to a point we get to a point where we develop the artificial intelligence which essentially eliminates us. Right? And then it gets to the point where not that okay, machines are taking over the planet. Maybe the artificial intelligence is so in tune with what's going on on the earth that it realizes there needs to be no intelligent like highly intelligent and we're all backed up and then and then and then it eliminates itself yeah and then everything is just starting to cycling so like we look at the primates now we're like oh my god look at that they're starting to use tools maybe that's just the like the future generations of people that we're looking at and it's just always always like recycling look, everybody who thinks you're crazy like who's watching this right now all they gotta do is look at how glued we are to technology yeah. like we are already like singularity is already there like nobody here can deal without their phone for a day like we'd all fucking go crazy you know yep. like 
as soon as my phone's not around me, I'm like, you know, grab. So we we are our virtual selves are already some somewhat to some people more meaningful than their regular selves. Some people check their Instagram before they swallow water. Some people check their Instagram before they eat. Some people and they get up in the morning as soon as they open their eyes. Yeah, and they they forget to eat. So yeah. it's like, oh yeah. So us merging with with this you know form of intelligence or becoming one with it mm -hmm. that it's not even just that it's inevitable it's already here but i like that concept but that's why i just presented an alternate alternative view because i don't want to just i think sometimes we tend to obsess over everything just being alien like oh it's yeah. out here yeah and then i think like bro like what makes us think that a lot of this shit isn't already here and that this billions of fucking years of information here and data that still hasn't been processed again the oldest form of human technology was discovered in the 90s and it was 12,000 years old mm -hmm. just in the 90s archaeology marine uh, uh marine biologists and and a meteorologist they just started working together in the last 140 50 years who's to yeah. say in the other 200 years we don't find out things about ourselves that that nuclear reactor is like yo lazar that shit was something from a civilization who was in antarctica exactly millions of years ago who was already about to who who got to a certain te technological space that we never even got to you know what i mean and yeah. that, that already was developed here so that's just a, another concept i like i love that concept. The, 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 i the love planet. this concept because like i'm not into it at all and just hearing you guys go back and forth it's like so much knowledge in my brain i'm still trying to figure out how to spell jebekli tepley to Google, honestly, <laughs> I really am. Is that, is that a G or a J? <laughs> For real. It's with a G. I wrote a J. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right. No, but seriously, this is like phenomenal. Gotta, I love you gotta, this. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta open your mind, bro. Don't you tell me how to, to live uh, my life. Take acid and watch Ancient Aliens. Yeah, Scott, you gotta listen to Jordan Peterson. Who's that? I know, no, I'm not listening I'm to anyone. Peterson. I'm not listening to anyone except Jebekli Tepley at this point. There <laughs> needs Becky to be a name not a, better than Hurston. No, that's the greatest name of all time. I'm gonna start going by that when I go to the supermarket. <laughs> Who's shopping here? It's Jebekli Tepley. Well, why don't you address me to your fucking frozen food dinners? That's Jesse all. Smule. <laughs> I like Jesse Smule. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Neil, man, I, I, we could go on for hours with this shit. And I have a few questions for Neil. Go on, go on. Because I want to get, I feel bad for you because you're the first person we had on and we didn't do the gun to the head segment. So I did write down questions for you. I've been doing it with everybody afterwards and I want to get you on this. And we could hang out afterwards with this bullshit. Segment. I've got a few gun to your head questions. Uh, would you rather have more time in your life or more money? More time. For a week, would you rather have no internet or Wi-Fi or no phone? And the phone doesn't have Wi-Fi. That's a good one. Uh, well, you ran out of fucking internet tonight, so, I mean, you could probably live <laughs> no, without no, it. No, no, no internet Wi-Fi. No internet? Okay. Would you rather be a ninja or a pirate? <laughs> a fucking ninja. Whoever says pirate, fuck them, bro. This fuck is them. why I love. See, this is why I love Nino. I'll tell them. There's, there's, there's some people we click with, and you just have our sense of humor. This is why yeah. we click, man. Yeah. Go fuck a pirate, bro. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, would you rather have no elbows or no knees? <laughs> <laughs> Think how bad no knees would be. Oh my God! Fuck, man. I. 
Uh, can I have my hands if I have no elbows? You got everything. That'd be so if weird. You, you can't <laughs> bend them. So you'd be walking like straight arms or straight legs. Yo, you know what? Take my fucking knees, bro. <laughs> Take your knees? All right, all right, all right. All right. Uh, my last one. Would you rather always hear Nickelback music or have to swim everywhere you ever go? Wow. <laughs> wow. Eric, that's that's right. I mean, Robin, Robin and her boyfriend, Tom, texted me those. I, I reached out for a few. That's a great swim, bro, and I can't even fucking swim. I would rather swim. So you'd rather die than listen to Nickelback. Chad Kroger. You'd rather drown in the ocean or a lake or any body of water than hear Nickelback music. I'd rather die in a fucking tub. Jesus <laughs> is there anything? Oh, is it Nickelback over anything? I'd rather just. I I would chew glass gladly. With a smile on my face, swallowing while swimming. <laughs> while swimming, yeah, actually, that's wow. a perfect. All right, all right, Nino, you ready for these? You ready for this? Cheryl Crow or Shania Twain? Oh my God, Shania Twain. Very well done. If you would have said Cheryl Crow, I'd have deleted your number, I'm uh, I, got I hate Cheryl Crow. I'm sorry. <laughs> Matches or lighters? I don't use either. Oh, good for you. Would you rather hear a sermon? <laughs> Would you rather hear a sermon from Mace or get maced? <laughs> oh, a sermon from Mace. I love Mace. Fuck you. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Eminem show or get rich or die trying? Oh, get rich or die trying. God, see, the Eminem show is my favorite album, but whatever. Favorite yeah. Ninja Turtle. You also don't read. Not bad. I do read. <laughs> I read what I want to read. I read what I want to read. Ask Scott, what's your favorite letter? He doesn't know. <laughs> it's it's C. What are you talking about? It's Jello. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Rock. Favorite Ninja Turtle? Uh, Raphael. Jeez, oh, really? Not Liam? Whatever. Hopscotch. Fuck you. I don't like Raphael. He was an asshole. Hopscotch or Hopsin? Hopscotch. Wow. Ooh, wow. Clueless or Mean Girls? Oh, that's a tough one, bro. Hey, that's a real tough one. This could <laughs> this could define our friendship, man. This could define <laughs> ours, bro. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. If I'm gonna go nostalgia, I'm going Clueless. But if I'm gonna go for quality, but if I'm gonna mean go for girls. like something to watch a bunch of times in a row, it's Mean Girls. As if. Oh my God. I am like totally bugging. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell you. You're not so fetch. You're not so fat. <laughs> yeah. All right. B-O-B right. or B-Y-O-B? <laughs> I steal these. I got to give Brian credit. He's the one who, like, thought of these, like, these similar are fucking ones. Really good. I like B-O-B. I like B-O-B. Okay. Sure. Another one that could define a friendship, Peter Griffin or Homer Simpson? Oh, fucking Homer. Get out Thank of here. Thank you. Yeah. This is why I like you, man. Would you rather be vegan or have no front teeth? I'd rather have no front teeth. <laughs> That's such an extreme thing. All right. Fishing or kayaking? <laughs> Neither, but kayaking. All right. Would you, do you call it a remote or a clicker? Oh, I call it a clicker. Thank you. I'm with you on that one. Skip Bayless or skip to my loo? Skip to my loop without a chance, without a doubt. Skip Would you rather loop. hear Ray for Austin, baby? Would you rather hear me rant for thirty minutes or just get punched in the face? I would get punched in the face <laughs> by everybody here except for you. 
50 times, they give you rants again. Hey. Oh, boy, that's good. And Brian's kind of brolic. He looks like he can knock my on top of a bunch of this shit. He might make you go vegan. Did you make Brian and Eric up? No, Brolic. Yeah, you, you're all right, too. You look like you knocked somebody out, too. Yeah. Not I, got you, Nino. I got a body like pudding. Yeah. <laughs> Philip Rivers or Tony Romo? Tony Romo. Yes! Yeah. We're four to one on that. Look, I've they're so both losers. People. Nino, Nino, the pudding posse got your back. Get him, Scott. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Nino, thanks for coming on, man. We'll, we're going to hang out. Hold on, you. hold on. I got, I go got on, yeah, one go more. On, bro. We got one more. Nino, would you rather... Fight a hundred duck-sized horses, or would you rather fight one horse-sized duck? <laughs> a horse-sized duck. <laughs> oh, you're the only person to pick that. Yeah, that's because he's different. Yeah, I like challenges, man. Hey, ducks have corkscrew penises. What? No, no, no. Fucking horse-sized duck. Yeah, terrible. Nina, what are you <laughs> Just a horse-sized duck, just like it. Like it made me. It. it, it I tapped into my inner Maximus when you said that. I was like, I can handle that. Yeah, I got that. You know but you I mean? would just look at me, holy shit, that's a big fucking duck. Oh, for sure. but I don't want to fight a hundred of anything. No. <laughs> Nino, promote yourself, man. Just, you know, with the 30 viewers I have, but don't whatever. Don't fucking go on my social media. I don't post anything important. My name's Nino Bless, and, um, and I don't know anything. Don't pay attention to anything I said. Fact check everything I said. I made up 95% of it. You know what? <laughs> and we believe it all. So it was I was going to say, that should be on your tombstone. That <laughs>